Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. I will be your father. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his, his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Back to 88.3 WCTs after further review. Back here with David, the man of God Harris. Got done talking about the first round of the NBA playoffs. Now we'll talk a little bit about the supposedly AFR legend here. And David, who's this legend? Who is it? One, Timothy Tebow. And why are we um, talking about him? Because he decided to kind of make his NFL. So come back, pairing with his old buddy from the University of Florida's college coach, Irvin Meyer. So now he's in camp, attempting to become a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And as soon as this happened, I was just like, first of all, I thought, I thought it was a joke. I honestly thought that it was a joke. And then the more I saw and read about it, I was like, no, he's actually serious. And... For the record, we've been talking about this man for uh, over a decade. So there's an expectation that I'm going to like this move from given my previous track record with talking about Tim Tebow. I actually do not like, and I don't understand what's going on. Like, I understand it's for marketing, publicity. We see Tim, the Tim Tebow jersey selling out in Jacksonville kind of with this expectation that he's going to come in, be this number 15, he's going to play tight end. But first of all, he's 33. He He's in the shape of pro baseball, which baseball and football are two different shapes. Like I know like in high school and college, maybe you can be a two-sport athlete in those, but very rare. It's not like he's taking a lot of physical contact, which at the tight end position, well, first of all, he never played tight end. So you have to learn all of that, and adjusting from quarterback to tight end is difficult, regardless of all the comparisons. Oh, he can be like Logan Thomas in Washington, which Logan Thomas, actually, when he was coming out of the draft, like when he was coming out of Virginia Tech in the draft, he made that transition. And so he's actually been a dominant, but there's a longevity with that. He can't just go and just, oh, I'm a quarterback, now I'm going to play tight end. No, he had to work at it. And so for me, it's a publicity. It's for, you know, again, butts in the seats. They say it's because, you know, they don't have a lot of tight ends in Jacksonville, and so he has a legitimate shot of being one of the 53-man roster as tight end, which that's a slap in the face if I'm a tight end anywhere else. Like, if I'm a 20, 21-year-old coming out of college, undrafted, trying to, you know, get a undrafted free agent deal somewhere, and I'm like, Tim Tebow can get a shot at playing a position that he hasn't played ever, being out of the league for however long he's been out. And a guy that worked hard at his position probably was all-conference, you know, 
at like at the tight end position that's young, physical, you know, wants to actually play the game. It, it's it's a look in the face, and I hope that this fails spectacularly so that we can all look at Urban Meyer and say, dude, this is not college. This is not Florida. This is a professional business, and that's that's not that's not how you attract a winning culture by bringing in Tim Tebow. Yeah, like, yes, yeah. he can be rah-rah, motivational guy on the sideline, but in terms of football playing tight end, no. Yeah, it is very confusing what, how, what he's trying to accomplish here to bring this guy in. Excuse me, I had to sneeze a little bit, so I turned the mic off. But, yeah, especially in the pros, you you you, you kind of lose the locker room bringing this guy in because then people start to think, well, why is he bringing him in? I said, first of all, he hasn't what, been in the league, what, nine years? He really wasn't all that successful in the league as a quarterback. I mean, he did have that one run against the Steelers when he won a playoff game. But, yeah, and to make him change positions, I just didn't understand, why not bring him in as a coach? I think a lot of respectability would have came from him if he came in as a special assistant or whatever, as a coach. But now you're trying to bring this guy in as a player who just recently tried to make the crack at the Major League Baseball uh, level and couldn't. You know, he he basically was in the minors. And now he wants to come back and play football. I mean, and he's in his 30s. I can understand if Tim Tebow was maybe still in his mid to late 20s. But I believe, what is this, Tebow, like 33, 34 years old? Yeah. It's it's not believable. And, and I think the, the right route would have probably been to bring him in as a coach or slash mentor for uh, this guy, uh, Trevor Lawrence, possibly, and you know how to deal with the media and, and possibly how to be professional because Tim Tebow has been like that. He's been professional. Uh, he's he, he knows how to really deal with the media. He's been part of the media. That that you can bring in. You know, he's a likable guy. It's just the problem is I think what people have with Tim Tebow is a lot of the chances that he gets when it comes to the point where he, you know he just. Great college football player, but just not very talented. And, you know, some people just look at that and say, you know, this guy really wasn't that talented. Now you want to put him at a different position to bring him in. And let's face it, it's a no-win situation. If he makes the team, it looks like it's the good old boy system. If he gets cut, then it's uh, it was a waste of time. I just think that Urban uh, – I, I don't – I don't, to be honest with you, how from Urban's – pedigree and his track record I don't think this is going to work out with the Jaguars I don't especially with the more of the pressure on the pros and you know these are grown men that you're dealing with you're not dealing with 18 to 22 year old kids where you can just tell them anything and they'll hang on every word that you say you know these are grown men that have been through you know the college experience these are grown men that have been through their rookie years these some of the grown men have been through the the middle and the prime of their careers and then there's some grown men that or toward the end of it, maybe playing so many games to get a pension or, you know, securing up that last bag for their family and generational wealth. So there's all types of agendas coming on around here, not to mention these are men that have families now and they're not kids. And, you know, Urban's going to have to walk that fine line of, you know, not treating these, these guys as young men that are 18 to 22. I think it's going to blow up in their face. Um, I think it might work out just a little bit because this is a young team, but I think as they get older, they might start to look sideways at 
and Urban Meyer, especially once you start to be in the league and he's probably going to be doing some things that it's like, well, you know, you don't do that here on the pro level. You know, once you start seeing that, it's like, well, what's this guy doing? And and then, you know, he's always left the last two stops because of health, his health. I think maybe the best bet for Urban, and I give Urban a lot of credit. He said, you know what? I'm going to try the pros. I haven't done the pros before. I'm going to try it, stick my foot in the ring. But if you're always having health issues all the time, which has always made me scratch my head, why not just stay in the TV booth? It looked like he was comfortable doing. He wasn't really bad at it as an analyst. Just stay and do that. But to go in the NFL where you got to be really prepared with the best of the best talent, you got some grinders in the NFL for for coaches. That's what makes me concerned about about this situation in uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, and and I like I totally agree. Like coming thinking about this, it seems as and we talked about this when Urban Meyer first got to Jacksonville, where it seemed like he had this. Like we were wondering, what do you have an NFL kind of mentality, or what did you still be thinking? Like it's like it's running the Jacksonville Jaguars like a college football program. Like, and it's it seems like trying to bring in Tim Tebow as a football player. Like what? What what would that do for you in terms of benefit? Is that going to benefit? And this is coaches saying that we have we don't really have a lot of depth or talent in the locker room. Like if you're the coach is saying that, like you're already setting up a situation where you have an entire position who is disgruntled, looking like, oh, so you think we're you know? I mean, granted, he's right. Jacksonville Jaguars tight ends really haven't been relevant since Mercedes Lewis, and that's you know, been a couple of years back. But it's like now you're isolating them out and alienating them with a rookie quarterback that already has the pressure of being the savior of a franchise with a coach that still, you know, we still have a lot of questions about. It just seems like it's a confluence of potential for catastrophe. Right. And – we're all like, even those that like want to see Tim Tebow kind of succeed, whether in life or whatever. It's like, dude, this is doomed to fail, and everyone can see it seemingly other than Herman Meyer. Yeah, like like you said, he can be a position coach. You can bring him in as kind of like a motivational speaker. You can bring him in, you know, to kind of work with the guys. So, I mean, I guess he's throwing away his, you know, whatever he, pro baseball aspirations he had. So now he's trying to flip. It's just a lot of questions. And the more we think about it and the more we look at this as Tim Tebow getting another shot that does he really even deserve this? No. Like, yeah, it's just. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's 2021. Tim Tebow's football career should be over. I'm actually shocked that you're saying this. <laughs> I'm actually I shocked because you were the biggest Tim Tebow fan. I mean, God rest his soul, Anthony Stang. You know, he used to get on you on this show about all that Tim Tebow talk. Yeah, I mean, and, like, I this was authentic. Like, as soon as it came out, I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, what are you doing, Urban? Like, again, for those of you that don't know, like, talking about Tim Tebow, like, it was me and Skip Bayless rooting for Tim Tebow more than Tim Tebow's family. Right. When yeah, he I was remember that. In Denver. Like, like it, it doesn't make sense. 
But at the time, like, he was I'm, actually de- he was actually decent then. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, he had that kind of success, like quote unquote success in Denver. Then he tried to go to the Jets, and that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then tried to do the Patriots, that didn't work out. So yeah, it just seemed like. It just seems like his time has passed. It's like, why are you bringing up old stuff? Like, we've moved on. So many people have moved on from Tim Tebow as a football player. Hell, I've moved on from Tim Tebow playing football. I'm like, what What are we doing here? And it just seems like now now all the expectation is back on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because like you said, it's a no-win situation. Like, what, what was the purpose of this? Other than to get tickets and... Get Jersey sales. Well, that's 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 if he makes the team. Now, it's no guarantee that he makes the team. Now, he could go through you know training camp, preseason, and then get cut. And you're right. The, the thing I feel bad with Tim Tebow. I mean, hey, you go collect that check if you can. Just don't make it into a circus. Don't don't use use him because obviously in Jacksonville they got a, a huge Florida Gator following. Just to get seat people to come to have seats in the stands, you don't want to come and watch the actual Jaguars football. Not to mention, you got Trevor Lawrence, who could be a next NFL quarterback superstar. I mean, what do you need Tim Tebow for? Yeah. But I mean, and I mean, like he well, even well, so after he was actually officially signed, his jersey was top five with the number eighty five jersey. So yeah, like we don't even know. Like, they give him the 85 and the Tebow, but we don't even know if he's going to make the full 53. But, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's crazy, and I'm saying that this is ridiculous. Tim Tebow, what are you doing? So if I'm saying that, you can imagine what the detractors, all those former players that have been on TV, radio, saying what, what are the Jacksonville Jaguars doing? It's like, yeah, yeah. It, it makes me question it too, and it and it really takes away the credibility of actual Urban Meyer. And and it, it, I think this this is to me. I think it's going to go up in flames. But some people might say, you know, it, it might it might work out. I don't know. I I think personally, this will probably go up in flames. That's just me. Oh, I, I think it, I definitely agree with you. Like if if Tim Tebow. Catches an NFL touchdown as a tight end in the National Football League in 2021, I might lose my, you know, I might lose my crap. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, and it seems like Urban Meyer is bent on making sure that that happens for some reason that only he and Tim Tebow know. Yeah, and him playing a different position, that's that's what's crazy. Well, even if he's trying to come back and play quarterback, like, he's 33. I mean, granted, granted in 2021, like, these teams are picking up old white guys left and right center. That's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's like, what are we doing here? Well, and uh, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would have been better to bring him, and it, it might help. It, it might it might end up helping that they might bring him in and then say, "Hey, how about you be a coach?" I could see that hap- happening too. If he ends up as a coach, like that, that is honestly best case scenario. Like if he ends up as a position coach or kind of assistant, you know. 
like one of those uh, young guys that tries to quote unquote rise up the ranks. And you're one of those entry level positional coaches just so we can learn. Which, but then again, why not go? I mean, we know because he's Urban Meyer's boy, but that's something that usually starts in the college ranks, where Tim Tebow's taking a positional coach at Florida, or Urban Meyer kind of gets him in in Columbus down at Ohio State with Ryan Day. Like those kind of connections usually, if you're thinking about coaching, not just hey, you can't, you know. Hey, you're in the NFL. You want a job? Mm-hmm. We'll get you, you know, a so you know, assistant tight end position coach. It's like, like it's the position changing kind of. That's what is still gnawing at this. Like he doesn't play. He didn't play tight end. Like he looked like a tight end when he played quarterback, but that wasn't his position. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, so it seemed like you're getting a little, uh, uh, little frustrated. But football, think about it. We're in June. Uh, July comes mini camps, and then before you know it, in August we begin closer to preseason. Can you believe that? And basically, in two months, football season will officially start. I believe for high school, college, and and the pros basically getting into camps. Yeah, and kind of we're seeing OTAs around the league. I see some of those teams looking at rookies, veterans making moves. Yeah, football, we've said kind of year after year, football is a year-round sport just because they're – I mean, I guess if you watch the Spring League on Fox, you get your football fix then. You see some kind of names here or there that you recognize. But for the diehards or for the casual fans, it doesn't matter until we get those training camps. Right. So I'll ask you this before – um, I'll ask you this. Do you think – now, I think that Tebow won't make it past, you know, basically I think he'll get cut as a player and maybe get asked on as a coach. Do you think he'll make the final 53-man roster, though? With everything, with everything in my being, I hope the answer is no. But I'm afraid <laughs> because the head coach is Urban Meyer, he's going to be on that 53, and I'm going to lose my – I think a lot of the players in the locker room will lose their mind. I think if now nah, Tim Tim was going to go in there playing hard and everything like that, and I think he'll get a little bit of respect from the players. But then there's that point where if you're not talented enough to make the team, then get cut. And I know some guys say, well, it's the good old boy network. Well, yeah, granted it is too, but this guy's playing tight end. If you're going in there as a tight end and you know you've been playing tight end your whole NFL career and you're younger than him, you should be able to beat him out. If you're not able to beat him out – then maybe you're just not as a talented football player. But at the same time, though, I think that what's best for the Jaguars, just for me, is that if he doesn't make that 53-man roster, because then that right there, it, it's just the, 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 the respect factor in the locker room. They'll, you, you, when you start to get grown men looking at you side-eyed and like, what the heck's going on here, and second-guessing you, Mm, that starts to become a problem, and, and that can become a headache for them. So if I was Urban Meyer, I would tread lightly on this. As I said before, it probably would have been better off if they brought him in more as a mentor slash coach. Like these grown men, we talk about time and time again, you never mess with a grown man's money. And for those grown men in Jacksonville who are already looking at Urban Meyer kind of with half a side eye because, you know, college coach and all the kind of, dealer that comes with Urban Meyer. For a lot of those guys, I imagine he's already got one strike. I mean, 
We know Jacksonville players are unafraid to speak their mind. That's why a lot of them aren't there anymore. Right. So it's going to be a rocky road if you're in Jacksonville. Yeah, the, the, coming this throughout this summer. That is true. We got planned for the weekend. It is a hot one. It's supposed to be a hot one the rest of the week up here. What about over there in New York? We're in the midst of a or beginning of a heat wave. Ninety today, ninety-three tomorrow, ninety mm. Monday. Get outside, enjoy a little bit of weather. Maybe catch a little bit of baseball, maybe some of that spring football because, I mean, who else is watching baseball at this point? Let's just be honest. That is true. Any services? Yep. Everything's in person now, back in the swing of things. That's right. Yeah, New York is so no more masks or anything. Your mask mandates are over. Yep. If you're fully vaccinated, mask. Take the mask off like you can see, like Kendrick Lamar said. <laughs> All right, David. Enjoy your weekend, my man. All right. Take care. Yep. That was David, the man that got here. here on 88.3 WTs. After further review, make sure you always check out our segments on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Uh, Frank couldn't make it. He was at some baseball, Michigan high school baseball playoffs, so he couldn't make it in. But hopefully he'll be back next week as I'm taking but we get a little bit of a break from some AAU basketball for a month. It was a great two months for me because I was out of town last week. We should be hopefully back in the studio in June and parts of July. Once again, this is a presentation of 88.3 WTs. After further review, we're always on I, 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 iTunes and on SoundCloud and also on our uh, Facebook page, AFR Sports Show. We always have the live feed for you. For David and Frank, I'm Derek. Peace. We'll see you when we see you.